On this episode of Her Revive, the podcast, it is brought to you by our lovely co-host, Rebecca Coleman. Rebecca Coleman is the founder and creator of the Real Raw You podcast, a podcast where you have the permission to expose the real raw you. Her devotion to God has granted her the chance to showcase her talents and intern at a flourishing company in Los Angeles, California. Although her road hasn't been easy from various challenges and obstacles, she's determined more than ever to showcase her creativity, leadership, self-writing skills, and faith to create more opportunities for women such as herself. Let's jump into today's episode of Her Revive, the podcast. You're listening to the Her Revive podcast. I'm your host, Andra Williams, the founder and CEO of Her Revive Co., a membership community helping Christian women to connect, to learn how to walk in freedom, and embrace their new identity as women living fearlessly restored. Rather, you're at the beginning stages or you fully mastered this thing called life, on this podcast, this is where we do life together, bringing you tips, business strategies, laughter, and tons of vulnerability from myself and experts included to help you navigate as a woman revived. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Her Revive podcast. Oh my goodness, you guys, I'm so excited for this episode. As you heard in the introduction, we have an amazing guest that's coming on that's going to speak about just running your race and what does that look like for you, for us in this particular season. I believe that so many of us were in this rushing stage of just trying to navigate multiple seasons and rushing through that feeling overwhelmed, feeling disappointed. And so I tag team with the amazing Rebecca. She's going to be the co-host with us on the Her Revive podcast. Hey girl, how are you? Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation with you. I know. Oh my God, this, okay, you guys, just some background drop like background information upon just Rebecca and how we (laughs) met is that literally you guys I've been in LA I know I talk about this a lot but I've been in LA for four years and she was literally like my first friend like first friend just you know that is so crazy I feel like being in LA is just so hard to just like make friends and so I just love the spirit like it's a totally different (laughs) ball game and I just love her spirit and so yes like I'm so excited to talk about just running your race and what does that look like within this particular season for us and so I know like we have so many definitions of running your race and being okay with the season that you're in and so like what do you think about just when you think of like running your race like what comes to mind with that whole statement honestly what I've been learning is not looking at anybody else. Yeah. Which is very difficult when we have like social media. Mm-hmm. Um because social media really does play a part in that because we look at people and we see where they are and it can be inspiring sometimes. But mm-hmm. then also it can be kind of depressing. <laughs> you know, when you've already see people who when you had a goal of like I want to be married by 25 or have kids by this age. Right. And then you look at people and they're 22 and they're already on their third baby yes. <laughs> and you're just kind of like is it me <laughs> you know am I <laughs> the drama <laughs> right you're like is it lord um yeah you know what's what's going on you know and I've had to learn and really be intentional 
especially on social media and my friends, everything like that around me of just not looking at it, not feeding myself those, okay, should I be further along than I am mentality, you know, because I think we all go through that, but it really can cause you to, in my opinion, compare or compete or whatever. So for me, it's literally, it's just not looking at it. Yeah. I love how you said like, running your race and not feeling the pressure to venture outside of God's will just because society has placed this standard on where you should be at, you know? And so it was like, I feel like, you know, both of our journeys is that we have been in this one particular season in that (laughs) we look at every, I don't even want to mention it, you know, but we've been in this season and it's so easy to venture outside of the will of God because we want to get to that space a lot faster. And, yeah. you know, I love what you said, like not comparing yourself, like it's, it's so much stuff like within social media that we're looking at people just hitting their goals a lot faster. And I remember I was in this space of where, you know, full transparency, I was in a space of where I was feeling like, God, it seems as if the more I obey you, the the further it is for me to get to the space of where you're calling for me to be. Like, oh, yeah, that's like have you ever felt that? Like you obey God, but then it's almost like a punishment, like God, I'm obeying you, but it seems like I'm venturing, like I'm not in the, in the space of where I should have been if I obeyed you. Like that was like, have you ever felt that way? It's like, God, okay, I'm saving myself to marriage, but yet no guys want to date me or I'm doing this and doing that. But yet it seems as if like, I'm so further away from where you call for me to be at. So it was like that pressure to how, you know, how can I obey God and not venture outside of his will because I'm in this one, this particular season. And so that's what I think of was like, how can I run my race? It's like me just understanding that, you know, not to put so much pressure on myself and not to compare my journey, because if I do that, I'm definitely stepping out of the will of God, like immediately. Right. Right. And I love what you said, because I I have been in a season like that. Um, I'm currently still in it where the past two years, you know, living in in LA is first of all, it's no joke. It's not for the week, (laughs) you know, and people love to remind you, like you moved to the most expensive city and da, da, da. And then, you know, you got everything else going on in the world. Um, But I've been in that because I've been in this space where I've had to literally walk by faith for the past two years and there have been moments where I'm like okay well I'll go get a job get off of the job and God's like don't take the job yeah and I'm just like okay well I have bills I have rent you know and it's been trying because like you said then there's most like I'm obedient I don't take it but then I'm still feel like I'm in a season where I'm just like where is the money coming from? Because I love you, Lord, but you know, sometimes your timing, you always on time, but sometimes it don't feel like he's on time. Okay. (laughs) Let's just keep that real. Right. You know, then I'm over here, like, you know, you were supposed to show up like five days ago, you know, in this situation. And it, it is hard because that obedience where you still have to go, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. Like in the timing that I want to see it. I'm choosing to trust you, even though it's yeah. looking completely crazy right now. Yeah. Um, I wish I was further along. I wish this whole process was over with. And yeah. um, but my my hope in that is I found that 
at some point everything has an expiration date and everything mm-hmm. is seasonal so even when I'm like lord I'm being obedient is choosing for me to trust his word of knowing that at some point it is going to shift and that everything that he did promise is going to come out of that obedience on the other side of it yes absolutely oh I love that you what you just said you know is normalizing the in-between phase, you know, like, and that's really what I love to talk about within this podcast, because, you know, it's some of the times, you know, the Lord has us in this, these weird seasons within our life, you know, even the seasons. And it's like, how can I now start to normalize more pause seasons without feeling the need to explain myself you know like when I find myself in this in more pause seasons I'm like well God is working on me God is doing this instead yeah. of like, like why do we always try to make it seem as if something so like drastic happened but you know I believe that like when I'm in this pause season is that I'm really just fully knowing that in God's timing you know in God's yeah. timing, God makes everything beautiful without me needing to explain or to belittle the season that I'm in just because I'm in this pause season. And so when I'm like, how can I run my race? It's me starting to normalize pause seasons Mm -hmm. without me feeling like, oh man, I need to give this long testimony or this long story because I know some people are like, you should have been a little bit further in your career now, you know, and me explaining, well, COVID happened and this and that, like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, what do you think like normalizing the pause seasons, like, what does that mean for you? You know what I think about a lot lately is I found myself saying the fruit has to speak for itself. Yeah. You know, because I heard someone else say who's in a similar season and her parents were always writing on her about the same thing. And finally, she's like, you got to take that up with the Lord. Don't take yeah. that up with me. Go to him, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to start saying that because I'm not going to keep defending myself like you said. But yeah, I think the fruit will have to speak for itself. Yeah, and we're in this like, um, we're in this talking about this in church, the seed mentality, and um, we're like a culture that loves to rush everything. Yeah. So you know, we're this thing of like, I did something, I want to see results like mm-hmm. next week or two days from now, and fruit don't grow like that. You yeah. know, <laughs> on a tree, seeds don't grow that way, and. The beautiful part I found even in my own story and what I I love about your story is that you see fruit, you see the evidence of it. You see where it's like you took, you were running the race God put for you before you, you did everything in his time and in his obedience. And then now you're starting to see those things that he promised. And so what was the question again? I'm sorry. (laughs) It was normalizing the you know, the pause and everything you said was, was beautiful, you know, like, and I feel like you answered yeah. the question. It was, okay. you know, I was like, did um, I answer it? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, girl, I'm the same way. Like I'll get on this, like the Holy spirit will drop something inside of me. Yeah. And then I'm just like <laughs> going off on a tangent about something else. But like, you know, with that, you know, normalizing the pause seasons is that we have to understand that everything is not going to be instant, you know, and that mm-hmm. when we normalize those pause seasons is that we start to, 
allow for ourselves to know that it takes time in order for us to be where God wants us to be. And so when we normalize it, that it's going to be more pauses within this story, it's going to be a little bit more heartbreak, it's going to be some healing inside of there, then we can stay on course and not have to venture outside of God's will, you know, because we we have this mentality, as you said, like we want for everything to go fast. And so when we start to normalize pause seasons, we start to look at different, how the seeds grow, the different seasons yeah. that we're in, and we can stay in the course, right? Because I feel like that was one of the things with me is that I was like, you know, I wanted for everything to go super fast. And then when things didn't go fast, I was in this season of where I was like, okay, God, I started questioning everything. Like, Mm -hmm. questioning if God loved me questioning oh, if same. he was yeah like I don't know why we started to like question everything but like I was questioning if God loved me if he was there and all of these different things and so as the Lord started to really work on me about normalizing the pause seasons normalizing staying in God's will without me having to venture out is it's been just so refreshing like I started like before this podcast like Rebecca and I we were talking about just the humble beginnings like I started to embrace the humble beginnings yeah. inside of things you know like I was like I'm this person that's like I want to become I want to be good at everything and so it was like when I started to normalize those pause seasons I gave myself the space Space that's needed in order for me to step into that without rushing God or rush ahead in myself. I feel like there's also another what you said because in yeah. those seasons, there's always something God wants to develop mm -hmm. in you. Yeah. And there's so many moments where I was like, I, you know, I said before about being 25 years old. I look back now at 32 and I'm like, if I had got married at 25 years old, I would have been divorced. Girl, because literally. The, Stuff that I was saying at 25 <laughs> and I thought I was so mature like there's yeah. been so many moments even now where I just I tell the Lord a lot especially a lot in this year I said thank you Lord because if I had gotten some of the things that I prayed for when I wanted them I say this all the yeah. time either I would have destroyed it or it would have destroyed me because yeah. I wasn't mature enough emotionally spiritually physically enough to handle the weight of what God wanted to give me sometimes we yeah. We go and we think God's withholding or we have to rush and all these things. And we don't even understand a lot of times the weight of what he wants to give us. You know, yeah. we go, we want to have all this money, but do we even know how to be good stewards of what he's already given us? Mm, come on. Do we know how to, you know, budget? Do we, do we yeah. know how to give or are we stingy? Cause yeah. God's not going to give you more if you're even, if you're not going to give it away. Cause that's the whole point of him giving you more is to give it away, you know? Yes. So I've had to learn in these pausing moments mm -hmm. of coming to the reality of who is Rebecca outside of everything that she does? Yeah. You know, who am I? That's number one. Who is he in my life? Yeah. That's number two. And actually living in that space of just letting him heal everything. So that way, when he does bless me, when, when the next season comes, I know how to handle it and steward it well and steward others well. Oh, yes. I love that. And, you know, I believe that that is why we should normalize more pause seasons, because when I think about just everything, like with my brand is that, you know, again, like how you mentioned, like we're always in this rushing phase. And so once I was able to start incorporating more pause seasons, I started to learn how to manage the things that the Lord was like 
desiring to give me or the things that I previously prayed for. And so if we're yeah. always in this goal, like it's going to be so hard for us to stay in the lane that God called us to, or just even to mm -hmm. stay in the course, because we're not giving ourselves the time to learn and grow. And so when we start to normalize those more pause seasons, we're like, okay, God, like, I know, like, in, in my pause season, I was able to understand how to manage it. So in this new season that I'm going into, God, I know how to manage finances. I know how to yeah. manage, you know, a, a family. Like I know how to manage that, but it was the pause season that allowed for me to know how to stay in my, my lane and also to stay faithful to the will of God. So I love that, you know, and I, and I also believe that so many of the listeners right now, they'll be able to gain so much insight from that one particular space, because, you know, like, even though it's like you and I were having this conversation and we're talking about different things, but I know that so many of us from past yeah. conversations is that they're like, God, I'm in this pause season. God, I don't want to venture outside of the will of God. So help me to stay focused, help me to stay in this space. And so I want to talk a little bit about just, you know, how did you grow in your faith when you were just in this, this new season of where it's like finances, you're learning how to stay, you know, um, obedient to God when you're in the pause season, when you want to venture out, like how, what was some things that you've learned? Like, this is one thing that I do to help me to increase intimacy, even when I don't want to pray, even when I want to step outside of the will of God, this is the one thing that I do every single day. Hey, Her Revive gang, if you're loving this episode, you'll love the Her Camp membership. Every day, there's a new woman joining inside of our membership for only $25 a month or with our yearly pass of $250. Go ahead and check the show notes below or visit us at herrevive.com forward slash membership. Let's jump back into this episode. Honestly, it's for me, it's being that transparent, having being transparent with him, yeah. you know? that transparency being real and vulnerable because he already knows what's in our hearts anyway um and so in those moments where I'm like Lord I want to settle right now <laughs> you know I just I want to be like everybody else and taking sometimes that stuff before him and allowing him to remind me of the dreams that I have and the dreams that he's given me and reminding myself of what he's spoken over me you know because yeah. you know that scripture where much is given like much mm -hmm. is required and and truth of the matter is is that I knew that there was things that God always wanted me to do in my life yeah. and it it is a process and I think because I understood that it is a process and I understood that um the road to it would not be easy <laughs> yeah. it helps me stay in that place of I know what he spoke over me and so it's going to take some, it's going to take some hard work and it's going yeah. to take not settling, even though there's moments where I go, mm -hmm. it'll be nice, Lord. It'll be nice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it'd be yes. nice sometimes to be able to pay your bills on time or to be married or have the babies. But again, I'm like, I know I'm, a, he's been growing me in a sense yeah. of, do you just want that? Or do you want to leave legacy? Mm -hmm. And do you want to have wealth? Because it's different between yeah. being rich and being wealthy. You know, do you want, do you want to just have this, or do you want to break generational curses off your family? Mm -hmm. So you know, when I'm transparent right. and I go with before him with those things, he's able to actually download to me. You're thinking small, 
it it's actually bigger than that. Yeah. And as you were talking, I started to think of giving yourself not grace, but just being gentle with yourself. You know, yeah. like as a woman, we're navigating through multiple seasons and it's like, God, of course I will want this, but let your will be done. Like, mm-hmm. even though I want this, like, I don't want it. Like I, I want to experience the the fullness of your character and I don't want to idolize it. So teach me how to- That to, part, yeah. Yeah, like teach me how to- how to love you more, you know, because I believe that, you know, when we're running our race and we're trying to stay focused and not venture outside the wheel of God is that it's going to be, we've talked about, it's going to be those pause seasons, but it's also going to be those seasons where it's like, I need to be gentle with myself. Like yeah. I want to accomplish a lot of things, but I don't want it more than I want God. And yeah. that's what I have I to say to. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say that a lot because it, it really does. Yeah, I think we can make an idol out of anything. Mm-hmm. And it takes that, like you said, that heart posture of having to say, I want you. I, I've been saying a lot yeah. lately in these last few weeks, specifically, if I want to see your heart more than I see your hand. Oh, that's good. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like because we we don't realize how much we go to God of like, give me, give me, give me. And that itself puts pressure on you. Yeah. Instead of just being like, God, I just want to know your heart for me, your heart for your people, your heart for the situation. You know, that when you go from that point of view, it changes it because it does take the pressure off of you because Mm -hmm. now you're not living to perform. You're just living to be, you know what I mean? You're just like, I'm just here every day on a mission. Yeah. (laughs) And I believe, you know, like how you said, like when we're asking God, like, God, I want to stay in the race and I want to run it. It's like, you know, help me to not be so like in lust of the things that you can provide yeah. for me because that 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 makes you get out of the will of God because then it's like God I want this with or without you you know and right. so for me it was that like okay I want to run my race but I want to stay in the vein of God I want to stay in a perfect will of God I want to you know to be gentle with myself because there are so many layers to me that God is like peeling off of me like yeah. so much hot mess like that God is like peeling off of me and it's like I those things like slowed down us from staying in the race staying in a course and staying obedient to God Mm -hmm. so I want to ask you real quick like what is your thoughts around this uh this topic of you know um obedience and discontentment like we talked a little bit about that in the beginning where we were just like you know we have to it seems as if like every time we go one step ahead and we obey you is as if like god uh you're not doing different things yeah. i get i get a job offer but then you know you told me not to take the job so now i'm in this weird in between phase you know and so like have you i know like you know you probably experienced this but just like being obedient but not being happy you know like i don't know how, how... <laughs> yeah i get what you say yeah <laughs> Like, have yeah. you ever experienced that? Like, God, I'm obeying you, but I need a little bit of help to help me to enjoy this experience. Like, I'm in the race. I'm normalizing pause seasons. I'm being gentle with myself and not, you know, being very rude and tearing down myself. But I just feel discontent. Like, I don't have the money to pay for my bills. Yeah. I don't have this and that. And so, but I'm obeying you, but how can I, like, I don't know if you've been in that season where it's like, God, I'm obeying you, but I'm just not in a space of where I'm 
content, you know, with where I'm at. Like, is that yeah. a space? Have you ever been in there before? Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've girl, the last two years, yeah. <laughs> because it it is real, you know, because like yeah. I said, and plus I'm, a, I'm so goal oriented and yeah. I love like just going, going, going. I'm always writing down visions and writing yeah. down like everything. And I think there's a difference when you're in a season where God kind of isolates you because no matter what you try to do when he's not, you know what I mean? You, yeah. I don't, you know. But when it's like, God's like, no, I'm separating you from her thing because I'm developing in you. No matter yeah. what you try to do, it ain't going to work. Right. Yes. And then that's frustrating because sometimes it takes a long time before you finally realize it of like, maybe it's just not working because you just ain't letting it work, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It, it, <laughs> What has really been helping me is what I just said. It's like yeah. I had to, and I just, I, I, I don't get it right every day because, again, you know, I'm human. And some days I'm like, God, I just want to be doing that, like what you called me to do. Why why yeah. can't I be doing that already? And I, it really is like, I know it sounds super spiritual, but it's so true. It's like I had to get to that point where I had to say, one, I surrender everything yeah. to him. But then two, it's like, I just want your heart more yeah. than I ever want your hand and I want to fall in love with you way more than I fall in love with the things that you can do for me or the things that you can give me yeah. or even the things that I can quote unquote do for you and walking in gratitude like every day saying Lord I thank you thank you thank you thank you because the more I do that he yeah. highlights to me all the time of even just the little things of like what I can work on and what I can do yeah. and um how to be a better steward how to be how to love other people better because for me my dream has always been full, wanting to be in full-time ministry travel lead worship all those different things but it's been in these seasons where I've been frustrated with the Lord where I've actually been able to see my heart for him more mm. if that makes sense yeah. and yeah. where my heart has been so there's been moments where I'm like I just want to sing. Why can't I sing? Yeah. And then I look and I go, okay, am I just trying to be a singer? Or am I trying to be a worshiper with anointing mm. that breaks yokes? Cause they're not the same, yeah. you know? Ooh, and we, we, you yeah. know, and we all have mm -hmm. those moments where I look at people not comparing, but I look at people and I go, they may be quote, what I think is further than me down the road. Mm -hmm. But then when I look at some of the, the fruit, I go, but do they have lasting fruit? Mm. You know, and yeah. that is where in these seasons where I've been frustrated, where I'm like, when I look, I go, dang, you are actually developing fruit in me yeah. because I look back at just two years ago and I go, I'm a completely different woman than what I was two years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's been doing that, that inner work. And so I would tell that to anyone. It's like, if you're finding yourself in that space where it's frustrating, it's okay to be frustrated. I've, I've thrown plenty of tantrums on my floor in my house, Yeah, but it's it's in those moments that he's really is pruning you and he's building something in you that is going to last. And it's not a microwave type thing. It's like, yes. it's actual lasting. So that way, when he does launch you, there's going to be so much that comes out of it. Yeah. I'm reminded of this quote, like as you're speaking, I'm reminded of this quote that I used to say is that God, just bypass my emotions and I want to do your will because That's I believe good. that, you know, if I'm always expecting to be so happy with everything that the Lord tells yeah. me to do, then it's like, I'll never move. And so 
going back to what you're saying, it's like, God, do I, do I want your hand or do I want your heart? And if I want your heart, then God help me to change my appetite because I yeah. desire this more than I desire you. And that was one of the things that when I think of me standing the course is that I desired it more than I desire God. And so it, I, my prayers always would be like, God, change my appetite to where I desire yeah. you. You know, like, and also to help me to bypass my emotions because my emotions is telling me not to pray because things are not working out in my life. Like mm -hmm. my emotions are telling me all these different things. And so it's like, God, help me to bypass that, you know, because I want to be faithful. I want to be obedient to the call, mm -hmm. but my emotions are like telling me to do X, Y, and Z, you know? And yeah. so it's like, you know, shut up <laughs> sometimes, like just <laughs> stop, you know? Like you're telling me you're, you're trying to like dictate my life and tell me like yeah. what to do. And so I think of that as like, you know, I'm, I don't want to run my race anymore because I want my own will to override the will of God. And so that's Ooh, why yeah. it's like, when we venture outside of that is because like, we haven't truly surrendered. And that was like something I was reading books, girl, on like how to truly surrender. And I realized yeah. the time I'm like, child, I was not a surrender. I was like, God, I'll yeah. give you a little bit. Like if you can prove that you can do this and I give you a little bit more you know it's kind of like that trust <laughs> yeah you just coming in full throttle like God I trust you I surrendered at your feet I was like God I'm gonna give you this little bit and let's see what you can do with that and if you can move yeah. then I'll give you more <laughs> I've done that so many times too so like yeah because that's I, how we yeah. are we don't always want to get our hands off of it yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so okay, hard. I, the, the control part and there's yeah. different things that, you know, anyone can go through why they have issues with that, you know, it can be from childhood traumas or whatever, but that is real is that space of giving, letting your hands off of it. Cause I'm yeah. like, I can give you a little bit lower, but when you ask for this over here, I'm like, now you ask for too much sometimes. I know. Like God, you asking for way too much now. Like now you're wanting for me to just do things for free, even though, you know, I don't have money. Like what right. I, the math is not math. And like, it's not, it's giving God math. Okay. Like God math, God is, math. is like, I'm just on a t-shirt. <laughs> God math. I just like, uh, like I should like dub that like it's giving God math okay Give some like, merch yes yes like we're <laughs> we don't even know if we gonna even receive anything immediately or if this gonna be in heaven like I don't know when I'm gonna receive yeah. the things that I pay for I mean the things that I sold but you know it's like I think you know bypassing our emotions and saying like God help me to you know just change my desire and that will that really allow for me like I look at my journey it's been almost 10 years and I think of like what has fueled me, what has allowed for me to stay on this course is, you know, me just saying to God, like, God, I, I just help me just change my heart. And so yeah. I believe that, you know, with your story and the things that, you know, God has revealed to you about staying the course and not venturing off, like it's going to help so many, like, because it, it's so like your, your story is so much sacrifice. You know, it's like so much sacrifice in that. And I know that you will be rewarded, you know, for that. And so mm -hmm. I I just thank you for your vulnerability and just like sharing your heart, sharing your testimony and just helping others to just stay faithful to God. And so let me know the one thing that you will say to someone, like with everything that we covered, like if someone was sitting right in front of you and she was like, or let's just say one of your sisters inside of the Her Revive family. Yeah. And she's like, 
I just need help to just stay the course. Everything around me seems as if it's crumbling. My faith is low. I feel just a pressure to be disobedient. I'm not happy with my life. I feel unfulfilled. Like what would you say? Like if it's some sort of resource, maybe it's a Bible scripture or a book or like, what would you say to like help her? I actually told someone this not too long ago because they were talking about how they rededicated their life to God. Yeah. And they were going, I should be further along because they grew up in a Christian household. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I should be going. I need to do this. And I should know all this scripture. And I did it. And I like was like, take a moment, breathe. And I said, do you love him? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, do everything from that space. Mm -hmm. Never leave that space of intimacy. Because that's one thing that I've really been hungry for more and more is like, keep the intimacy with your father. He's your dad. He knows everything. He knows what you need. He knows he created us. He knows everything about us. He he knows the dreams that are inside of us because he gave them to us. Mm -hmm. But to always do everything from that space of, I just want to be with my father and I want to love on my dad and I want to be with him because at the end of the day, if we don't do it for him, no matter what it is, you know, because this is like what a Christian podcast do at the end of the day. Like if we don't do yeah. whatever, if we don't do it for him, every it doesn't matter. Like whether you're selling books, you know, being a hairstylist, entrepreneur, entertainment, doesn't matter. I would tell someone when you feel like giving up, go back to that space of what made you first fall in love with him in the first place. That's good. Go back to those intimate spaces. Yeah. Be real with your dad. Go to him and say, dad, I'm struggling right now and allow him to be daddy to you. You know, sit on his lap, get your Bible. Don't do it because you're like, I have to do it. You know, because I finding in my life when I started, when I, when I started to just take the pressure off myself mm-hmm. and, and allowed him, he, there's so many moments where he's been like, and I actually started to get a little bit more. I understand it more now because he used to tell me the last two years, he's like, I'm so proud of you. And yeah. I was like, for what? I'm not doing <laughs> nothing. I'm yeah. not married. I'm single. I'm not traveling like I'm supposed to. I'm a nanny. This is not what my life was supposed to be. Yeah. And he told me in his gentle, how he's like, I just love you for you. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like you're proud of me. Even when I don't feel like I'm doing anything for you. Yeah. That's the kind of dad he is that's the kind of god he is and so i'll just tell anyone if you're feeling that space go back to your dad in that intimate spaces that he wants to be wants you to be in with him because it'll change everything that's so good it's like i remember this bible verse where we think of um gomar and hosea i'm probably not saying it right you know hebrew but where it was this, he, I remember she said something within the, her, um, the scripture, she was saying that she wanted to go back to the youthfulness of her oh, surrender of her salvation. I have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, like when not- we, when we think of like they story, it was not so much about him marrying a prostitute, but it was to signify how we are sometimes unfaithful and how we are also sometimes unsatisfied with what God gave us. And so is that I, in Hosea? 
No, not Hosea. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. a one, yeah. A one second Gomar, she was faithful to her husband. And then all of a sudden she became unfaithful to him. So the story That's between right, yeah. those two is that it's to show the relationship between man and God and how God will give us everything that we want, but still we want more. And sometimes that more causes us to venture outside of the will of God. That mm-hmm. more sometimes causes us to try to rush God, try to, you know, we have lust of the eye. And yeah. so when we are in this space, what she said, she said, you know, God was telling her is that, you know, I want to restore the the youthfulness of your 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 surrender, you know, where you were so on fire for me, where you were so zealous for me and to do everything to appease the father. And so Mm -hmm. that's where like the one thing that when you said, it's like, I would encourage that person, as you mentioned, to go back to the arms of the father and to realize that God has given you everything, even if he wasn't to give you anything more, that him dying upon the cross was the final act. And that was like literally the biggest thing that he could ever possibly do for us because he created the space for us to have life and to step into abundance and to have, you know, just everlasting life and joy. And so when we're trying to run our race and stay on the course, sometimes we have to put things into perspective. And that's what this whole podcast topic was about is putting things into perspective and just, you know, allowing for you to realize that I feel like oftentimes too, the enemy tries to make it seem as if you're the only one going through things. But throughout this podcast is that we, you know, Rebecca and I, we're here to allow for you to know is that we are also in this same space with you of understanding how to stay the course, how not to venture out of out of God's plan, how to embrace the, the pause seasons in your life, how to grow in your faith when things around you don't seem as if, you know, God is there, that he has abandoned you. And also, you know, understanding how to release comparison and to stay obedient to God, even when things dis- doesn't look like it's working out. Like, my mind is blown through this conversation. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even <laughs> want to end it, but I know that we have to end it because it's going to be like a part, you know, like a sequel, like with the Fast and Furious. That's what... <laughs> That's what I feel like it's going to give. And so I just thank you so very much for being on the podcast and just sharing your story with us. And so I know that I mentioned this inside of the introduction section, but I also wanted to just, you know, if you're doing anything, you know, how can we support the movement that God has within you? I know you have a podcast and just, you know, where we can listen to your podcast, follow you on social media and just support what God is doing within you. Oh, I love you, sis. Honestly, I love you. (laughs) You've been such a blessing even when I moved to LA because I think we moved around the same time. Yeah. So it was, but um, yeah, so on, I do have a podcast. It's called Real Raw You. And it's that just being real, transparent vulnerability. Um, You're on one episode as well. If everybody wants to go check that out. And then that's under my name, Rebecca Alexandria. Um, that's my name on pretty much all my social media platforms, Instagram, Tik. Am I on TikTok? Yeah, I'm on TikTok. I was like, girl, I'm on TikTok. Actually, that was Rebecca <laughs> Combs. 32. 32 is kicking in and we're like, it is, is it's getting listen. And um my music, if you want to um download any of my music, yes. it's on all streaming platforms. And that is under Rebecca Coleman. I know you probably wonder why I got 15 names. Um, I started off as Rebecca Coleman, which is my name. <laughs> And then I thought to myself, when you get married, 
you didn't want to have to change your name. Right. That's just me. I know it sounds weird, but you know, whatever. So I just dropped my last name and kept my middle name. So that's why it's like two different names, but I'm the same person. Okay. And yeah, that's where you can find me at on all the different platforms. I love the forward thinking. You know, that's one of the things that I was saying, like for my brain is that I got to drop the Williams. And it's like, <laughs> but I love how you're so innovative. You're like, let me do my first and middle because the husband is coming. Okay. Like the husband is let coming. Me. And so I'm literally like saying, I didn't know if I was going to like his last name enough yeah. to hyphen it. Is that what it, you know what I'm saying? You know how you got <laughs> oh, something Oh yeah. Like, like a little dash. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to do that. I know there's so many options. Right. I just didn't. So I was like, you know what? We just. He may not even come for another three years. Hopefully he won't. Child, we're not putting that out there in the atmosphere, Hopefully okay? Like 2024. <laughs> period, you know? okay? like. But yes, that's why I did that. Okay, well, that's... thank you for clarifying because I know there's probably going to be so many people that go and look at it and like, okay, I see so many Rebecca Alexandria, Rebecca Coleman, like which one is you? And so basically at this point, you guys go and listen to all of them, okay? Because sis, she's amazing and I'm just so excited for just what she's doing. And listen, you guys, like I told you, it's going to be like a sequel. Like we're going to have <laughs> just so much stuff about just, you know, relationships coming up after this episode episode and we're just mm. you know just talking about so much amazing stuff and so I thank you for just listening to this episode and I'll chat with you soon hey sis if you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast please subscribe and leave a rating and review to stay up to date with everything that's happening within the Herbivide family to get all of the bonus behind the scene content and even inspiration